And welcome to the Beer Hop Podcast, where the beer is fresh, but the conversation is fresher. As always, I'm joined by the stimulating Beer Hop team. Ooh. We've got John Janak, the world's most stunning taser. <laughs> you like that, John? <laughs> yeah. Pretty good, right? Laser and taser and blazer. I'm taser. Yes. Yeah, yeah John's taser. Yeah, he is. We also have Josh Delosier, the world's worst dad joke. <laughs> Josh, explain, man. I my whole life is a joke, and I'm a dad. So oh, don't say that. You're, Thanks, buddy. you're walking. You're <laughs> a walking you. dad joke. <laughs> and I'm John Knight, your humble podcast expert. On this episode, we're hanging out with Adrian Jaskula. She is the owner of Fair Weather Friend. Woo! Adrian, what's up? Hey, yo, Adrian. Sorry, what's I didn't. up? Do that. I like all the holler back stuff you guys just did. Thanks. Yeah. Is that your job? Boom, like, boom, you're boom, not boom. talking. You yeah. have to be like. We yeah, that. we're always like we're always like giving people props and stuff when they come in the door. And we like, like to that. holler back. Yeah. Look well. Up. Uh, real quick, Adrian. So let's talk about your brewery, Fairweather <laughs> Friend. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys have been around for what? I think like two and a half years now, yeah. something like that. Two and a half years. Um, it'll be three in May. Man, that is crazy. And you guys have like a kitchen, full-on kitchen, and everything. You guys do pizza and all that stuff. Yeah, we do wood-fired pizzas seven days a week, and we have an expanded menu. We're about to drop a full wing menu. Whoa! We're about to drop about sandwiches that. and some <gasps> other cool stuff. Did so you see sandwiches? I Sammies. did. I did. Sandwiches yeah. are my favorite. My all-time favorite. Yeah. What's your all-time favorite sandwich? Probably lean towards like the Italian. They're all good. I like. I like them all. BLTs. BLTs, BLTs are, are great. Are dope. Because mm-hmm. bacon is awesome. Yeah. Depends on the bacon. Bacon, not all bacon is good is for me. Equal. <laughs> it's not all right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> no, it's not. It's definitely hey, not. some shitty bacon. Hey, John, if you were playing golf and you hit your tee shot into the bunker, what club would you use? A sandwich. <laughs> I mean, sandwich. <laughs> oh, I see. Nice job. I see where this is going. There this is, is the, dad the dad joke. joke. Yeah, dad joke, You're Josh, dad over yourself. here. Yep. Man. <laughs> nice, Josh. What makes you guys zinger? So what made you guys want to open a kitchen? I'm curious because the pizza is great. The food, if anyone has not gone, the food is amazing. But what, like, what made you guys want to do that? Um, because it's the only profitable brewery model anymore. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing this a long time. And I was like, um, we definitely need to figure out how to have food. Um, that's the make or break anymore. Yeah. Um, I think we've definitely seen nationally that there's a lot of large breweries closing. And right. I think the model is shifting towards... Super, super small with food, right? Well, cool. it's awesome. I mean, Done I think it. there's not a lot of people do it. I mean, I think that well, you, know, you kind of hit on that. I mean, that. it also costs a kajillion more dollars. Like, I mean, people don't think about brewery startup. I mean, that equipment alone is half a million dollars, and then you add a kitchen to that. Wow. How many more zeros are a kajillion? Quite uh, a bit. That's a really good question. Is it like at a least million a more zeros? No, like a gazillion is like I think you know, like a kajillion. I think like after a trillion, you exponentially add zeros. Like you probably just add another hundred after that. It's like I guess. man, three at a time. Like an unset like three at a time. Zeros. Three at a time. Yeah. I don't know. Three yeah. zeros at a time. Kajil. Thanks, Josh. Kajilly. Yeah. It's about a kajilly. Yeah. So tell us, how did you get into this? What's your origin story? What's your backstory? Because 
just based on the conversation that you guys were having before we started this podcast, you've been doing serving stuff forever, it sounds like. So so how did you get into the brewery scene? Uh, kind of by accident. Yeah. I was in college and I got an internship with a distribution company and they had a wine division. Okay. And I was like, well, this is tight. Um, <laughs> but is there a beer division? Right? Yeah. That was like my first question. I was like, well, this is cool, but yeah, I don't give right. a shit about wine. Yeah. So where's the beer division at? Was and this in Oklahoma? This was in Ohio. Okay. Um, so I'm originally from Ohio. I All went right. to Kent State. But yeah, I was like, uh, cool. How do I do this? Right. And um, Reed and I were together at that point in time. We've been together for, I think, 15, maybe 16 wow, years now. yeah. Nice. Um, we were together Congrats. when I was in college, and he was not in college anymore. He's six years older than me. Thank you. And we both loved craft beer at the time. Mm -hmm. So we would go and drink beer at this awesome little craft beer bar in Kent called 101 Bottles. And um, I was like, yeah, like I have this cool distributor situation, right. you know, um, I could learn to sell beer and you could maybe learn how to brew it. And maybe someday we open our own place. Nice. And what year was this? Uh, probably 2013. Okay. Or something All right. Like that. Yep. Um, that's exactly what we did. So I just, you know, met the right people, got in with the right distributor, the right portfolio, mm -hmm. um, ended up a sales rep and then a sales manager. Um, and Reed ended up opening a homebrew shop with um, a guy we kind of met along the way. That's cool. And then they opened a brewery and then he was assistant brewer and then he was head brewer wow. and then he was R&D brewer. And then I moved over and ran logistics operations and everything else for them. It was self-distribution statewide. What was, wow. that, <clears throat> what was that brewery called? That was Platform Beer Company. Platform Beer Company. Okay. Cool. Uh, they, uh, have, they have since um, closed. They sold to InBev Budweiser yeah. for like $180 million a couple years ago. Wow. What? Oh, just a couple dollars. You know, I'm still waiting for that check to yeah. come in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, we, we really built that place. Um, Reed oh, and I shit. ran, I mean, he ran all of you know, brew side operations. Yeah. Um, and I did all the logistics and we, you know, we had a salesperson, but pretty yeah. much it was the three of us that did all of that. That's right. Crazy. That's awesome. Um, I mean, we grew, it was the fastest growing brewery in 2017. So, I mean, InBev just bought it because it was attractive in terms of acquiring growth, right? Yeah. They weren't growing at the time. So mm -hmm. strategically they would buy breweries that had like really crazy unsustainable mm -hmm. growth. And then they were like, Hey, we get this percentage of growth that we can say we're right. still growing. And I remember when they were going and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. acquiring all those crap. I think that was probably one of the last acquisitions. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think they're doing that really anymore. Um, and then one day I was like, Reed, let's like do something else. This is like bigger than I ever wanted to be involved. In, oh, wow. Right? Yeah. I'm like, this is, yeah. this is not like the intimate fun thing anymore. Mm -hmm. This is like, it became a job. Oof. A job. What was it? I mean, I, I, I think I worked more in that job than I do running my own business, which is wow. appalling. Um, so I was like, hey, let's like just look at some other opportunities. And I stumbled upon um, Prairie was hiring. And I used to sell for Prairie, actually, okay. in Ohio. Yeah. Um, I oh, I did for, not know that. Yeah, I worked for Cavalier Distributing. And oh. they're, they were one of the largest um, in terms of volume partners to Prairie at the time. And I mean, I loved their beer and I was very familiar and I was like, Hey, Prairie's hiring. And Reed was like, they're never going to hire me. 
And I was like, well, let's not worry about it. Like, you could just apply. Yeah, you right. Know. What does it hurt? Yeah. And then, of course, he got the job. I think they had something like 500 applicants to that oh position. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Nice job, Reed. Yeah. Yeah. He was between. Shout out. Yeah. He was between Prairie or um, there was this brewery called Noisy Budgie in in Italy, actually, that he applied <laughs> to. Noisy Budgie. <laughs> Noisy Budgie yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. your options were Oklahoma or Italy? Yeah. I was like, whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the Oklahoma countryside is. Yeah. He was like, well, it's in Oklahoma. I was like, we're never going to move there. I wouldn't worry yeah. about it. Right. Anyway. Here we are. Yeah. Um, he got that job, and we moved here, and he was like, are you going to get a job? And I was like, I kind of need a breather. Like, I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, I was like, maybe down the road. And they were like, well, you should chat with Joel at Stone Cloud. And I did, and he hired me, and I started work immediately, even before Reed. I was, mm. I still kick myself <laughs> a little bit about that. It's like, not much of a breather. Yeah, I got zero, <laughs> got one, zero one breath. breather. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you guys were both. You guys, you, you all both came to Oklahoma, had jobs at different breweries. Yep. And sort of, kind of like started like laying down the groundwork over time for Fairweather Friend, yeah, right? I think we were just like testing it out to see like, is this the right place? Is there opportunity? Yeah. You know, so on and so forth. Um, I think we thought so. And then we started opening a brewery and then the pandemic hit. And mm, yeah. I don't, <laughs> now everything's <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. So. When, when you guys decided to open Fairweather Friend, did you think that the beer would drive the pizza or did you think that the pizza would drive the beer? Did you have any concept of like which is going to be sort of the get people in the door item? I guess probably we thought beer, right? Because our kitchen's not set up to do a significant amount of volume. Okay. But um, I mean, I think the idea is you come in for a beer. And you, you stick around, couple, right? Then you can have a pizza, and then you can go back to beer if you want. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but I think the point is that everything that we do is super duper high quality. I mean, I don't think there's anything that we do that's like half ass in any capacity, right? right? So like, we use the best ingredients across the board. Um, that's in beer, and that's in the pizza. Like we make the dough from scratch. We make our own fresh mozzarella. We make our own yes. sauce. We make our own. We make that's everything. Super cool. Yeah, like, literally everything. I mean, and we do that for beer too. Like. We did um, Spooky Bub, actually. Spooky mm-hmm. Bub's going to be coming out. Yes. Spooky Bub. Tomorrow. Shout out Bub. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Bub. <gasps> oh, no. no. Yeah. Like when? Last Christmas. Oh, son of a... Oh, I'm so sorry, Adrian. It's okay. Oh, Shit, Bub. Adrian, yeah. It was sudden. It was a lot. Anyway, Bub, if you've seen the orange and white cat on the Spooky Bub label yeah. or Old Bub St. Nick, yeah, that is our beloved cat whose name was... Shitty bitty kitty. <laughs> um, but we called him Bub. <laughs> Shitty bitty kitty. Um, and he passed away suddenly at Christmas. Aww, yeah. Um, heart failure. Nothing we could have done about it. It was yeah. totally freaking random. Wow. But yeah, we uh, fire roast our own pumpkin and spices. Ooh, that's super cool. In cow. the wood fired oven for that beer, right? So, like, that's awesome. How many pounds of pumpkin are you fire roasting in that? You know, my brain doesn't work in pounds anymore. Um, <laughs> how many pom- how many pumpkins? I think, I think is in it? like ounces or grams. These okay. everything oh, we do in our oh, kitchen okay. is in grams. So I think in pounds. I'm like, what? Uh, so so she's a drug do? dealer. So yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm a baker. I'm a baker. Yes. Bakers deal in grams. Anybody that actually cooks food cooks in grams. Adrian, what kind of 
Let's talk about the capabilities of the wood, the wood oven that you guys have, or the oven. <laughs> <laughs> the wood fired oven. The wood fired oven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. This wood. thing is like a modern marvel because this thing is like it's cool. this thing has some power. I mean, it's it's maybe not super modern because it is wood. It's like old school, kind of like, but it cooks better, tastes better. You know, I don't Flavor know what flave. the intention is with the wood oven. Yeah. Other than the fact that it's crazy, super insulated, like it's probably mm-hmm. six to eight inches of insulation, so it holds temperature, right? Yeah. Um, and it gets up to, I mean, we cook around seven, 800 degrees mm-hmm. and you can still touch that side of that oven and it's not, holy cow. It's like cool to the touch. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so that's crazy, impressive. crazy insulated. Um, so we burn oak or pecan predominantly hardwoods that oven really holds and maintains that heat, mm-hmm. but we have to have kind of an active flame for cooking pizzas. Mm-hmm. So something that's amazing about wood fired ovens they're awesome for baking, um, and you just want to cook in it without a flame. We've cooked loaves of bread that way. We've cooked chickens that way. Um, live chickens? Yes, live chickens. <laughs> no, we cooked like six chickens for this like chicken okay chicken taco pizza that we made a while ago. That sounds so what, awesome. So what we do, really like good. we let the oven drop temp, right? So it's usually like 800 degrees. Overnight, it'll drop to about four or 500 degrees in the morning, and then we'll... Call her back. That's brisk, baby. (laughs) 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 Then we'll scrape the ash out of it, um, get it real clean, and then we'll put whatever we want to bake, essentially, in there without a fire, without any kind of heat, anything going. And then we'll put the door on, and then it just cooks with residual heat, right? Cool. You cook all kinds of stuff that way. Um, Mm -hmm. And cooking, like, poultry, turkeys, chicken, stuff like that, amazing. We did a whole pig in there once, wrapped in banana leaves and stuff. Oh, like for Hawaii? Yeah, it was our first anniversary. We did like a Hawaiian luau party. Oh, I remember we that. Did. Yeah. Yeah. What was funnier was actually we did some pork butts too in a smoker outside just so we could like have a little extra meat because a whole pig actually surprisingly doesn't have that much meat on mm-hmm. it. One of, uh, one of the transients in the neighborhood came and stole like a 200 degree pork butt out of the smoker when oh I walked gosh. inside for like 30 seconds. How did they, Some, man, how did they get, they were just holding it? You know, it? if they could carry it while it was that <laughs> hot to wherever they went. Uh, it's an alien, man, sounds like a mutant. You could have it, right? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I will say to, to that point, like, you guys have a really interesting variety of beers on tap every time I come in. It's not like, you know, six IPAs and like a lager and a whatever, a stout. Yeah. You guys have some really interesting styles always on tabs for people who maybe want to try some different stuff. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. I mean, that's the intention for Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, I think we want to be accessible to people that maybe don't know that they like beer. Mm -hmm. I think most of our sours are probably, I would call, gateway beers for a lot of people. And some of our IPAs too, you know, or stouts. I mean, it really just depends where where your palate's at. But Yeah. yeah. I like to pair my eggs with ketchup. That's a weird pairing. You know what I mean? That's not necessarily weird. I don't think weird. that's that weird. Yeah, that's not that weird. What about what about peanut butter and ketchup? I put in Chicago. I put my eggs mm. and my hash browns with ketchup on them. Yeah, and then I do I that every time. And I put granola in it weird. and mixed it. Mm. And it was okay. actually that's good because the, the texture of it was really good. I can like almost anything with the right condiments. And today I had John's an excellent a grilled cheese, mm. but it was perfect as is. Have but you ever I decided had a grilled to dip cheese it. with mustard. I put it in my honey mustard. I put it in Chick Fil A sauce today. Grilled cheese with mustard is. I saw a, a post today that was macaroni and cheese with mustard. Mac and cheese, the barbecue that sauce. That is good. Yeah, mac and cheese. And grilled sauce. cheese and mustard yeah, is yeah, also yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
crazy. Mustard crazy is stuff. awesome. These by are the great way. pairings we're talking about here. Yeah, solid. Is mustard the most epic condiment? Definitely. John's not. gonna disagree. Definitely not. Definitely not. It's definitely mustard the one that won't condiment. come out of your clothes. It's a good base condiment. Yeah. If you mix mustard and some sort of sweet mayonnaise, you get Chick Fil A sauce. John, That's what's your favorite condiment? I think I know. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Yeah. yeah. Adrian. Mayo. Mayo. Oh, oh man, are mayo. you a, a Miracle Whip or are you a mayonnaise? I like both. I think there's a time and place. Okay. Josh? I mean, it, can I say cheese is my favorite condiment? <laughs> <laughs> cheese, melted cheese, <laughs> queso. If it's melted, is, it, queso, is it a yeah. condiment? Are you Colombian? I am not, but I could be. Colombians <laughs> love cheese. Can you make a mayonnaise beer? No. No? Okay. Can I, we? I have boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. To John, you make a pizza test, beer? Test John's theory. Like, I like beer and I like uh, mayonnaise. mayonnaise. We've talked beer. about a pizza beer over and over again, and Reed <laughs> and I are both just like, yuck, 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 yuck. Look, I mean, I don't mind putting a pickle in my beer, but I'm not a pickle beer person. Right? Gotcha. Hey, yeah, there's, yeah, oh, well, I got it. Yeah. There's boundaries. Mm-hmm. What about pairing your beer with another beer? Like, beer. Uh, this beer goes nicely with this other beer. Like yeah, a snake it's bite. a beer pairing. I mean, isn't that a flight? Oh, oh damn. Busty, damn, you dude. got burned. I got burned That's roasted like on my own pot. a progression of flavors. Yeah. yeah Let me true. give you some ranch. Call the flight, John. <laughs> hey, give me that ranch, Call baby. the flight, John. Any other brain busters? <laughs> yeah, what else you got? <laughs> um, AC Slaterade. AC Slaterade. <laughs> it's a beer. Yeah, Mario it's Lopez. a beer. I'm going to open it's it right uh, now. Here we go. Yeah, it uh, looks like Saved by the Bell. I like it's a lemon electrolyte sour. Yep. I, I mean, it's Italian ice. It will hydrate you simultaneously as you get drunk. It's hi- it's hydrating you and getting you drunk. Yeah, it's got squincher, which is like Gatorade powder. It's the good in stuff. It. So, did you know that AC Slater just recently turned fifty? Mario Lopez, you mean? No, AC Slater. You said AC Slater fifty. God, that makes me feel old. Yeah, that makes me feel so old. Yeah, it's definitely aging. I I do follow um, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Wow, that's a full yeah. on social media. She looks exactly the same. I used to have that same poster that Zach had uh, on the back of his closet. The full the full length poster of of Kelly. Oh really? Yeah, well, wow. holding the holding the bat the volleyball. Ooh. Really? Basketball volleyball. Yeah. What, one of the balls. <laughs> She's holding your balls. Yeah. yeah well, At maybe. Least you were hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a great show. Hey, l- let's come back to your um, AC Slaterade because, wow, like it'll slap you in the mouth. It's yeah. tart. It is tart. It'll it's get you. Tart. But it's also like refreshing. It's really good. I feel like I'm getting electrolytes. You are. Are you guys going to do some different flavors of AC Slaterade with like the orange and the like? The I mean, we sort of have, right? Okay. So we've done other electrolyte sours, but they're not like AC Slaterade, whatever flavor. Yeah. They're just called something else. Okay, cool. The lemon. This is really good. So there's not going to be a whole like uh, Saved by the Bell series. I mean, that could be fun. You might be changing my mind right now. I don't know. I, I like this. <laughs> Where it's different uh, sour flavor Belding. with electrolytes. You have to do something sure. with Belding. Sure, 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 oh, yeah. sure. Oh, my God. Mr. Belding. Yeah, and turn the tap room into the max, please. Uh, you know, I'll help. All right. Yeah, it'll I'll be awesome. My, I'll consider it for a moment. Okay. Adrian, what's the wildest beer that you guys have, like, on the docket or that you've done yet? Wild? That would you would say, like, the most, the most kind of, like, is Good this question. A pun? Most experimental. Asking for like the most experimental, or you you can you you can go anyway with it. You can say by the, the name. Um, I wouldn't like, say like wild. Like we don't do crazy ass shit. Like we're we're not doing a pizza beer. Sorry, Dang. forgive me. Mustard beer. <laughs> I'm not doing a mustard. Beer. Um, I like that beer. You know, no, I think one of the best. Didn't. 
curated version of a crazy ass beer. Shoe Fly Shoe Barrel Series 1, which is in our cooler right now, which is a uh, Brett Saison aged in white wine barrels. And then um, we re-fermented it on uh, white grapes and with lavender. Wow. And that beer is super awesome. Sounds like it's, I want to smell it. Yeah, that sounds um, awesome. Yeah. I never tried that one. I remember, th- I remember I that. I was so bringing it with me tonight, but... Uh, we'll just go know. get it. It's fine. It I'm thinking out loud here. Let me retract this statement. Surprise Breakfast is the craziest beer we've Ooh, ever done. Surprise Breakfast. Okay. Which was blueberry, maple syrup, and I think it's like bacon coffee. Uh, if I remember okay. correctly. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that beer's I had that one. Bonkers. That one is people, wild. People love it. That is an awesome beer. John, you would love it, I think. I just, I'm you my mouth yeah. watering. It's right up your, your alley. Sweet. Yeah. Your sweet so alley. Sweet. It's right it's, up your sweet alley. It's all the things, too right? Sweet. It's <laughs> sweet and savory. Sweet and savory? Throw a little savory in there, too. Savory is yeah. my second favorite thing. Ooh. I mean, yeah. we did a beer once where um, they barrel aged it with smoked pork bones. We had like a, a friend that was a butcher oh and they God. smoked pork bones for us and we put that them in the barrel. That sounds awesome. That was a long time ago. Oh, I don't that. remember what that was specifically. That. Um, he actually did a, what was it? A Halloween, um, cereal stout back in Cleveland and we called it cerealism. And then we got a cease and desist. Who else makes that? Uh, Some other brewery made a cereal beer once. Just, it's a name of beer, not a brewery. Calm down people. Yeah. Calm. Hey, take a chill pill. Calm down. Hey, can we talk about this fest beer that you brought as well? Tell us about... It's a 7.5% ABV. Yeah. And it's a little and higher. Give us the deets on this. What's what's the inside scoop? You know, it's just a classic Oktoberfest. Yeah. I think it's got some nice malt and bready notes. I don't know. Like, none of us are brewers, but we drink a lot of beer, and we know a lot of, we know, we talk to a lot of people that are brewing, and uh, it's my understanding that lagers, like, to really to make a good lager, it's actually pretty tough. Yeah, like, I think lagers are right. one of the most difficult yeah. beers to make. I mean, if you can make a clean, good lager, I mean, that's top tier. Yeah. Like, you can't cover up anything in a lager. Like, mm-hmm. it needs to be clean. Right. We keep talking about it here on the Beer Hop uh, podcast about, like, making our own beer at, like, uh, Gales or... or waiting on you. Yeah. I, <laughs> literally waiting on you. Waiting on you. Are you yeah. going to, like... Go live. I don't and know. Do it like well. Know. It would we be might. a shitstorm. I promise. We might, yeah. You. Oh yeah. I feed. Our beer would suck. That's not true. You know. We would mess let together. Me, let me make you feel better. Don't about say our this. beer. I don't know that a homebrew setup, unless you're spending like a crazy amount of money, and essentially it's like a commercial setup, is gonna make good beer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Makes you. It makes me feel better. You'd have to buy like a one barrel system that's essentially comparable to a commercial system. Like if you don't have that kind of setup, like I think you can make good beer, but can you make like phenomenal beer without like really being able to dial in? If you really put your heart into it, temp control, you You know, (laughs) if your heart's in it, that's great, but it is also science. It's an art and a science. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Right. I was good at art and I was bad at science. So I feel like I'd be like a C average brewer. What about your heart? What's your passion? Oh, my my heart's always a plus. (laughs) This brings up a really interesting question that I want to ask. The, Dudes who walk in and they like try to like one up or mansplain, like has to be absolutely infuriating, right? It really is, man. I I don't bartend that often anymore. I like, I don't know. When I do, I'm like, I'm like the sassy bartender because I just can't 
can't do it anymore. You know, I just can't take another chip in my soul from some old guy that thinks that I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm a woman. I could just, woof. Yeah. yeah. Can't does, do it. Does he call you sweetheart? And Oh, yeah, it's rough. I'm like, I am not sweet. I'm not sweet to you, to anybody that really particularly <laughs> knows me. So you can fuck you off ever, right now. Don't you ever yeah. call me that again. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck right off. Yeah. If I'm sweet, everyone's like, are you okay? What's happening? Right. <laughs> yeah. Adrian had to remove herself from the bar. I can't do this. Uh, I can't. Like someone else I has to be really, here. I have a I ta- tag. really I hard time with that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been doing this for a long time. I can't even tell you how many times I've had someone walk up next to me, see a man next to me in a, at a bar, in an event, anywhere, and be like, is that the brewer? Can I talk to him? I've got questions, wow. right? And I'm like, bro, I own this place. Yes. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's got to be so frustrating. No, anymore, I'm like, please talk to them, because if that's how this is starting, mm-hmm. I don't want to speak with you. It's not going to go really well for either of us. Did you guys it's know about fair. this pickle pizza situation at the, the fair? Pickle pizzas. Pickle mm-hmm. pizzas are at the fair. What is a pickle pizza? I can't a pickle keep up. Pizza. Cream donut. I had a Krispy Kreme donut burger. Is a pickle pizza. What's up there? It's the, a Okay, the so fair. the pickles a on it. Pizza. The pickles are on it or is it a pickle? You know, a giant I don't pickle? know. We okay. made a pickle pizza and yeah. people flipped out and were like it wasn't good at the fair this year. And I was like, was it I didn't know it was at the fair ever. Like is this a thing? <laughs> I didn't know anything. Does anyone know this good. is a thing? People <laughs> acted like this was a thing. I haven't I'm been not to the from fair. here so I was just like, oh, yeah. I guess this is a thing. Is a pickle pizza just a pizza? with the main topping being pickles? You know, I'm going to tell you what my interpretation of a pickle pizza is because I'm not sure it's a thing or not. Yeah. And I don't have anyone here to verify. (laughs) So, So I make a pickle pizza. It is a garlic ranch sauce. Yo, got you. Nice. That already sounds good. Thanks for the the holler on that. Um, (laughs) Havarti. Provolone. That's a good cheese. And then um, crinkle cut sliced pickles. Ooh, yes. And then... You fry them? And then we cook it. No. No, okay. This goes in the wood-fired oven. We cook it. And then when it comes out, um, we put a bunch of fresh dill frond over the top, and then we drizzle it with hot honey, which is um, this magical sauce, condiment land. We talked about Mm -hmm. everyone's favorite condiments earlier. Hot honey actually should be on the top of that list, but maybe not everybody knows what this is. It's... It's um, local honey with a little bit of Tabasco and red chili flake. Oh, my gosh. Yes, please. So it hits like the creamy, tangy, pickle briny, and then that sweet, also spicy. Wow. Holy moly. Yep. I would enjoy that. I do love pickles a lot. I do, too. Me, too. I'm a big pickle fan as well. The pickle pizza is bomb. We saw that pickle pizza on your Instagram and uh, haven't been been there yet to try, but it is... We have to go to get it. We're getting close to running out of stuff, but we're okay. We're Noted. debating putting it on the menu permanently because people people just freaked out about the pickle pizza. Mm-hmm. A piece of pickle piece, piece of pickle pizza is the pizza people pick. Cool, thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good soundbite right there. Uh, Say that six times fast. Don't, I don't even know what you said. <laughs> a piece of pizza, a piece of pickle pizza is the pizza people pick. Adrian, so like if people want to uh, check out Fairweather, they want to see what you guys are doing, social media, website, whatever, like how do they do it? How do they how do they how do they figure out what you guys are doing? 
I think the Instas yeah. is probably the best way. Yeah. Um, we do a pretty good job of posting what's going on. Um, but for those of you that are sick of social media, which I can't blame you at all, um, we are in the process of rolling a, br a, a brand new website that has an updated menu all the time. I mean, our current menu is up to date literally constantly. Um, that's the list of pizzas and beer every day. Um, but we're rolling a new website that has um, even more information. You know, it's got a newsletter you can sign up for. Uh, it has the full menu. It has all of our delivery to go options. Oh, wow. So that's on really and cool. So forth. Um, we're about to actually roll um, like DoorDash and a bunch of other things. So if you nice. haven't tried the oh, pizza wow. and you want to and you want to just get it delivered to your house or whatever, that soon is going to be an option for you as well. Hell yeah. Most excellent. Can you get beer delivered with the pizza as well? We cannot deliver beer. Because so of oppression. You can tell, um, you can tell your government. Yeah, that talk to your state right now. That's bullshit. I'm, I'm calling right now and tell them. Because bars and restaurants can, but because I'm a, a wholesale manufacturer, I'm not able to do that. So no, unfortunately, you can get my pizza, but you cannot get my beer. However, right now, right beer. now, you can order online for pickup, and you can pick up beer, and that is an option. Yeah, nice. You can also find uh, them, um, Fairweather Friend. Uh, their social handles and the website on their listing on the Beer Hop app. So download the Beer Hop app. Mm -hmm. Well, Adrian, thanks so much for being on. It's been a pleasure. We love you. We love what you're doing at Fairweather Friend. The pizza, the food's great. The beer is amazing. So good. Tell Reed we said hi, miss him, and uh, let's get a cheers. cheers. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much cheers. for having me. Cheers. Thanks, Adrian. The Beer Hop Podcast theme song was written and produced by John Knight. Make sure you download the Beer Hop app for free on iOS and Android devices. Subscribe and come back next time for another episode featuring your favorite Oklahoma brewers right here on the Beer Hop Podcast.